Yes, folks, here we go. Hills Radio 88.9 FM as we cross over live to Mike and Anita down at the Adelaide Hills Farmer's Market. Are you there, guys? Good morning. How's it going? Going very well. Morning, great. It's freezing down here. It's as thick as pea soup. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Adventure Before Dementia. Yes. Welcome this lovely Saturday morning here on 88.9 Hills Radio. And uh, Mike and I will be on the air until 9 o'clock tonight. This uh, morning. This morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long show. Well, it's dark. It seems like night anyway. Adventure Before Dementia is your weekly dose of all things four-wheel driving, camping and getting out and enjoying the great outdoors. And this morning... We're continuing our big lap of Australia. What was your f- favourite bit? Um, well, I just think the whole thing was really good. I liked doing the... Um, just getting out and seeing Australia, seeing the people that we met and then all the destinations that you always dream of going to see and that you hear a lot about or that you see on TV. Actually seeing them real because so it's so much different. When you've seen Getaway, the beautiful Flinders Ranges. You know, postcards and things like that's that. That's it, to actually experience the for yourself. <laughs> yep. Remember the Leyland Brothers? Who can forget the oh, Leyland yeah. Brothers? That was our favourite show, so. We met Mal and Lorraine Leyland. We did, and Mal was really happy because he was back with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so they were good, they were a wealth of information, and they're still travelling now, even though they don't have the big uh, van and... and four-wheel drive and things like that. They're still driving in their camper van. I think they had a Volkswagen or something they were going around in there and loving it. They, and they like to go to certain seasons or certain destinations when it's not the time to go. So they like to go when it's wet rather than when it's dry because, one, there's not many people going and you don't get to see things that you normally see. So they love that, which I wouldn't normally go and do, but they would. They're crazy people. So a little bit about us. We've actually, um, we did have corporate jobs like normal people. (laughs) But then we're not normal, are we, Mike? No, Uh, totally not. We had desk jobs, but we got sick and tired of of always having to plan our holidays and that the bosses would never let us have it. And you can't really do a lot with a measly four weeks of annual leave. No, no. No. You can't really even get up to the top and back because you've done all the driving two weeks, two weeks back down. Yep. So we thought, well, you know, we don't have kids. We sort of didn't have anything holding us there. So we thought, well, let's pack up and go and travel around Australia. So we did that for 12, 13 months. 13 months. Yeah, back in 2011. And, well, I've got to say it was the best thing I ever did. What about you? Yep, it was fantastic. And the best thing is is that we did have an itinerary, but the itinerary you don't, don't make it that you've got to keep it to a certain time, certain date, because you never really hit those goals or something will throw you out because mm-hmm. you'll go somewhere and you'll see that, oh, this was just awesome, I'm going to stay longer, or you'll get somewhere, which didn't really much happen. That you obviously need to do some research, but a strict itinerary is out of date after the first few days. <laughs> yes, Definitely. Uh, but the good thing is, is that the people you meet, you can swap um, ideas 
and also see where they went, get get a bit of feedback on road conditions. A different perspective conditions. as well. Yeah. Uh, but then, of course, if you go there, it's a different kettle of fish because it's just what you want so, and what to see and do. Because what one person likes, another person might not like and vice versa. Is there anywhere you haven't been that you want to go and see or travel? I wouldn't mind doing the canning stock route. Mm. A very remote trip. Something that you're not sharing with every man and his dog. So what's all that about, the canning stock route? Oh, look, it's in remote Western Australia. It's about a 21-day trip. Uh, very remote. Travelling in bits of the country that, uh, well, uh, unmaintained roads for starters. Uh, big long track. Um, sort of starts at... No shops. No petrol stations. No, starts just south of Billaluna, which is off the northern end of the Tanami track and runs, yeah, right down the Guts. centre of, yeah, <laughs> Western Australia. What about you? Well, I've always wanted to go and travel around Tasmania because I like the cold and today especially it's freezing and foggy, but uh, around Tasmania, spend a good month mm. or so down there. Supposed to be a beautiful area. There's so much about it and, and uh, just love it. Would love to go but well, we've got to make time. That's it. Got to, got to save up a few bickies but anyway, you're listening to my Canada on Adventure Before Dimension. Let's go to a bit of a tune now. Bill's Radio 88.9 FM. We've guessed on a lot now so here's a bit of Gautier and somebody that I used to know. Hills Radio is now available on your smartphone or tablet. Download our app at hillsradio.com.au or find us on TuneIn. Oh, Struth, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that? Mate, I bought it from the dirt off-road campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The dirt off-road campers. they 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The dirt off-road campers. Check out the dirt. 4wd.com.au. Hills Radio Spot. Well, good morning. You're here with Anita and Mike on Adventure Before Dementia down at the farmer's market at Mount Barker. Oh, so yeah. come down and say hello this morning. I'm getting all these amazing smells, Mike, and I'm, my stomach's oh. starting to churn. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but I, no, I haven't no, had my breakfast. Smells. Not your smells. No, the, the, the food down here is smelling absolutely awesome. And the, the stalls are jam-packed full of things. And that's, that's another good thing when you're travelling around Australia is you've got to go visit some of the markets. Oh, absolutely. Because it's not only fresh food and fresh produce from the area, but you actually get to uh, meet the local people and they can tell you uh, certain destinations to go and see and do. That's all right. And uh, one of my favourite ones I just remembered is the one right up in, uh, was it Darwin? It was a oh, huge yeah. yep. market. And uh, there was a guy playing music up there, Matt James, which will play a tune of his a bit later on. A lot, lot of really good um, Aboriginal uh, Indigenous music. Yeah, didgeridoo. And, yeah, just gets you so up and motivated. It's really mm -hmm. good stuff. But we'll get back to what we're talking about today. That's it. So we're continuing on with our big lap. So last week we were exploring the areas of the Coral Coast yeah. of Western Australia. Amazing beaches. And today we're working our way further down the coast. So that this area is actually called, uh, it's part of the Gascoigne Midwest, but the area is also known as the Turquoise Coast. Can you imagine that? 
It's the water. It's bloody beautiful. Uh, and again, we will put some pictures up on our Facebook page, which is... Adventure Before Dementia, 88.9. Fantastic little site. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's um, no need to ask why this, the, the water is that sort of colour because of the ocean. And there's many bays along the Indian Ocean Drive, which you can do all along the coast there. There's also... Uh, these turquoise waters are also home... For now, get this the Western Rock Lobster. Ooh. Oh, because there is, uh, it's all also crayfish. There's it's lobster or crayfish. What is yeah. it? Whatever. Tomato, tomato, yep. both, both the same sort of thing. And in the season from November to June is the best time to get your lobster. Um, okay. Which is right now. So mm-hmm. if you're over there, get some lobster. Yum, yum. I guess it'd be fair to say in the holiday region, this is one of the busiest parts of. Yeah. sort of Western Australia because yeah. it's only a couple of hours drive from Perth. So people are oh. smashing up there all the time. Yeah. So as you can imagine, beautiful beaches, a lot of people. Good holiday destination. Yeah. So great in shoulder season, outside school holidays. Yep. You can pretty much have the place to yourself. And it is great for water sports, including windsurfing, swimming and diving, so yep. and, and quite a bit of fishing. There's lots of good wildflowers to go and see in the Lazure National Park. Lazure. Was he a Frenchman, do you think? <laughs> or she, perhaps? It could be. And then there's the festival, which is the Larry Lobster Festival and Blessing of the Fleet in November at Port Denison. Blessing of the Fleet. Something to go and see. Fishing, of course, is great along Western Australia, catching lobster, but you have to have a licence. That's right. That's right. And, of course, it's accessible to all camper trailers, caravans. Yep cars and things so absolutely we actually went up to Calberry when our uh, Nissan patrol parked itself that's it <laughs> uh what did we have it was a warped head so it started off working through the mountainous areas yeah. south of Perth wondering why that temperature gauge was getting a little bit warm but just picture this it was a hot day it was about 40 odd outside and we had all the windows open and we had the heaters on full bore. That's it. Someone told us that would cool down the engine. And nah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were having our own personal sauna in the car. And uh, where, wherever we went, Mike said, I can smell coolant. I can smell coolant. After that. But of course, uh, there's um, certain bushes or plants up there that have that coolant smell that we found out later on in the trip. <laughs> That was funny. But it wasn't funny at the time, was it? No, it was kind of stressful. It was very stressful because we thought we're only a month into our trip and we thought, is that it? Mm. Are we finished already? I can't believe it. But we did end up in a place called Geraldton. And Geraldton, well, a lot of people say it's a nice place to visit, but you wouldn't want to really Well, (laughs) when you're stuck there for a month, when your car breaks down without a car... Eating into time, which is shortening your trip. Yes, that's it's right. not. It's just not a fun place to be. No, no, it wasn't. And we were right on the train line with the caravan park there, so we sort of had to um, make do. Yep. But that's where we ended up writing a few travel stories, didn't we? That's it. 
that was a little bit that helped us fund our trip was travel writing and For magazines. Yeah, taking photos. So Mike was the writer, I was the photographer, and we sort of documented our whole trip, which yep. ended up being quite good. And we did get quite a few readers and. Yeah. And people that said, oh, I've followed your travels, you're very inspirational, I want to go out there and do it, but how do you go out and do it? Well, you just do it, don't you? That's it. Yes. I think we had 17 consecutive issues in Camper Trailer Australia yes. of our trip, which yep. has got to be a world record. <laughs> it is. It is. But so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's always great to be able to share your stories um, through magazines with other readers, yes, other explorers. Right. Look, we might go to that Matt James song now, which we've been telling you about. It's called Little Ripper. And if you do get carried away with it, get up, get dancing, because it's really good, feel-good music. Good morning. You're with Mike and Anita this morning on Adventure Before Dementia on Hills Radio 88.9 FM. Yeah, we're going until 9 o'clock this morning, and we just heard a great tune there from uh, Matt James, and it was a little ripper. Oh, that's little the name ripper. of the song. Good, good indigenous music there, and great stuff. When you go to the markets up the top end, you'll hear all the local musicians play. A bit like how we're here at the um, Mount Barker Farmers Market this morning, and it is a little bit foggy and cold. But that's the Adelaide Hills for you, isn't it? That's it. <laughs> There's nothing better than grabbing some fresh produce, chowing down on a nice hot pie. <laughs> And looking oh, at all the wares oh, yeah. of the Adelaide Hills. I yes. mean, there's wine and dip and what? heaps of really cool. Wine? Yeah, see, wine over there. Oh, great. I'm going over there. You road wines. <laughs> I'll be a bit, bit early for that. Anyway, we're talking about Western Australia this morning. That's right. We're going down the coast towards an area called, uh, do you say, Cervantes? Cervantes? Yeah. Or whatever you like, really. Tomato, tomato. That's about it. that. <laughs> And they have a quite a unique little spot on the coast there called the Pinnacles. Oh, this is amazing. It's out in the middle of nowhere and it's these what look like termite mounds. Are they termite mounds? They are limestone, limestone. outcropping. But they look like termite mounds if you've ever seen giant termite mounds. And it's a place you've actually got to get to uh, a bit of a drive. It's not something you can just walk to. And there, there is a queue to get in. I remember when we yep. went in, there was a couple of kilometres of a queue. But it's well worth the it's drive. It's quite special. It's about a kilometre wide and long, isn't it, at least? It's a big area of all... Just out in the middle of nowhere, these little pinnacles or mounds of limestone yep. built up. But they're not white. They're actually a golden yellow, so mm-hmm. a, um, orangey. So it's like a sandy colour. It's like, as you would imagine, walking around on the moon with all these uh, <laughs> yeah. rocky-like objects hanging out of the ground. Yeah. And they can be up to five metres tall. Yes, they were is, definitely so quite freaky. Mike. <laughs> and it's in an area called the Nambung National Park. So that's where you find them. It's a little bit like a like a national park. You know, you drive in. There's a, I guess you'd call it a observatory or something in there. Yeah, that's you know. right. It was a bit of an information centre. Yeah. So you walk in. There's signs that you read all about the history and how they made up uh, cafe and everything. And then you get to 
walk through or drive through the pinnacles, which is... Yeah, you can actually drive around it or you can walk through it if you like a, a good long walk. But some of the formations, especially when the sun's hitting it, make amazing photographic mm. opportunities. And they're all different. It's just, just something quite amazing. And there's nothing else like it in the world. It's, yep. It is a, a an wonder of the world. Uh, so, But the Pinnacles Desert also features limestone formations um, like what we were talking about. But another major attraction are the ancient Stromolotites. Is that how you say it? <laughs> yes. You might remember we spoke about that last week when we were talking about Shark Bay. Oh, yes, So that's there's right. an area up there. I think it was called Hamlin, Hamlin Point. And there's also Lake Cletus. And these are like rock-like lumps instead of limestone mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're actually very slow-growing and they're living micro- microorganisms. That's and they right. are believed to be one of the earliest life forms on this earth. That's quite amazing, isn't it? Or for the uneducated, it just looks like a bunch of small rocks. <laughs> Well, you know, everything still looks good, doesn't it? That's it. Another great place to go and see is one spot. Another spot you have to go up and drive around because Ooh, it's actually yeah. a national park is Calberry National Park. Yep. We won't get confused about the pronunciation of that one. So it's a beautiful what? ancient... Well, Am I saying it wrong? No, it's just... Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. You know, Cavanti, Cervantes, Calberry. Calberry. I think it's Calberry. Anyway, this is a beautiful, like a gorge-like red ochre rocks, uh, little sort of river that runs. Is that the Murchison River? Anyway. I think so. But there's lots of these uh, uh, formations that mm-hmm. make the gorge that you have to go out. I think some of the walks are about five kilometres long, but they're yep. definitely worth going and have a look yep. in Calberry. You really can't get an essence of a location without spending some time there. So that means yep. getting out of the car, doing some walks, uh, yeah, just sitting out there and relaxing and taking it all in. Yep. Sometimes when we did our walks, I, I remember I was just thinking of one that we did actually in New Zealand, just to change mm-hmm. the subject. We would take... <laughs> a bottle of wine and some cheese and crackers. And when you go and do your walk around one of, one of the lakes there, I think yep. it was, you'd get halfway as the sun was setting and just sit down and look at the views. Have, Take it all in. Have a, have a drink and, yeah, absorb it while you're there. Because yep. if you rush and look around, it's it's gone. And mm. what's the point? You might as well sit, relax and enjoy it. Enjoy the serenity. Yes. So as we were sitting there on the little bench having our cheese and crackers and wine, people would come up and go, oh, well, that's a nice idea. Can I have some? <laughs> no, it's only enough for two. Crack <laughs> off. <laughs> Get your own. Got to remember to do your own. But anyway, we were talking about Calberry, and it is still a, a, a thriving township, and it's, it is a good base to explore the Calberry National Park. Um, and there's lots of lookout points to to see as you're going along, like Island Rock, the Natural Bridge. There's also a little spot there called the Natural Window, which is uh, another very long walk to get to, but it's a great photo opportunity because it's this giant rock formation, but it's actually like slate. looks mm, like slate. It's got layers. Thin. Yeah. And then you can sit in that window and actually see the view of Calberry through that window there. There's also the Mushroom Rock and Red Bluff, and they're all easily accessible just uh, driving up and having a look around 
at the landscape that form the spectacular river gorges. There's also the rugged um, coastal environment at Calberry. I think they call it the Calberry Coastal Gorges. And essentially it's just rugged coastline, you know, where the oh, rocks yes. physically, you know, the land comes down and, and the rocks drop off. into the ocean. Yeah. There's little islands like... Um, Rock. Rocky yeah, islands. Like yeah, the, like in Victoria, you know, the coastal roads got all those... Uh, uh, pinnacles sort of thing. Yeah, whatever they... Anyway. Yeah, anyway. But it also looks a bit like the Australian Bight because if you get to stop as you're driving along the Nullarbor and get out and have a look at the Australian Bight, that looks like that too. The cliffs literally it drop into the ocean. Drops off. Again, it's quite spectacular for photos and, and images and just to t- take your time and, and have a look at it. But also the colours come out best at sunrise and sunset. Mm-hmm. So have you got a song for us? I have. What would you like to listen to? How about a bit of Jack Johnson? Because he's a, a fellow Australian as well. Okay. And, and here's a good one. This one's called Home. And it's just where you... That's right. It's Hills Radio here broadcasting live from the Mount Barker Farmer's Market. Uh, yes, on this very cold Saturday morning. But come down and have some lovely hot food. There's so much yumminess around here. The smells That's it. and the... The fresh fruit and veg. Fresh produce. It's actually booming down here at the moment. And there's plenty of things to see and do and taste. And, yeah, it's all down here at the Mount Barker Market. Farmer's Market. Which is, what road are we on? Is it Man Street? <laughs> I think so, it's yes. just uh, next to the Bowls Club. Next to the Bowls Club down here. Very easy to find. Heaps of parking. That's right. And you can also come down and see Bob, which is our outside radio broadcasting bus. Big outside big broadcast bus. And come and say day to us down here. And the team. Anita. We're on until 9 o'clock this morning with Adventure Before Dementia and there's a few more shows on after us but today we're talking about getting out and enjoying the great outdoors. That's and right. Seeing what Australia really has to offer. Yes and we are in Western Australia at the moment. Uh, just before the break we were talking about Calberry, which is uh, a couple of hours north of Perth. But for the moment, we are the smell and the opportunity to drink wine has drawn us to the Margaret River region. Are you hungry or thirsty or something? I am a little. Yes. Not so much for wine, but anyway. Food. <laughs> Egg and bacon roll would, good to, would go down very nicely. No, so we're going to skip over Perth and go down to the Margaret River area, which is the Lewin Naturalist National Park. So what nationality do you think those explorers were that were named after those? French. Lewin. <laughs> and that's also where they do the surfing from to the uh, state or international surfing championships. So right. Yeah, remember we watched it once when we went there. It was just happened to be up and running, big surfing contest. A little uh, bit like the Adelaide Hills down there, isn't it? There's I think, I think Mike's already got dementia. <laughs> boutique breweries, wineries, chocolate factories. Yeah, if you know Very anything similar. about wine, then you will know the Margaret River area. And it's not only wine. It, there, there were some really good breweries and the chocolate. We Do you remember going into the chocolate shop there? Oh, yeah. They had free samples. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was not just a couple of little bits of chocolate, but they actually had huge silver tubs. Bowls. Full of you can go milk, dark or white chocolate. Tiny little can, buttons, you, you know those little. 
as much as you cooking want. Cooking things. As little kids cooking were portions. going up and grabbing handfuls, just stuff in their faces. But the chocolate was unbelievable. And then, of course, it was a humongous shed full of chocolate good goodies. And it we also did that it was all coffee sorts of tour. So it wasn't it. It was there were chocolate books, chocolate cooking things, hot chocolate stuff, chocolate oh, ice cream, chocolate was, food. Oh. They were definitely making the most of it. We also did that coffee tour. Do you remember that? Oh, so yeah. we got to try all those different coffees. That's right, that was there too. And left with our eyes definitely wedged further open yeah, with way, the caffeine. Way too much coffee. Yep. But no, that was interesting too because the guys told you a bit about how coffee was made, how to make a good coffee, mm -hmm. the different flavours, regions, areas, well, yada, yada. whatever. But the good thing, another thing about this whole area of Margaret River, which actually starts up at Cape Naturalise and goes all the way down to Cape Lewin, which there's two lighthouses there that you can go and have a look at with the lookouts. There's a walk that goes from one end all the way down to the other. And if you're that keen on walking, eh, which we're not really, but it's something. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'll meet you down the bottom. Something that they I'll say pick you, up. you should go and do because it's a, a really good look at the whole coastline there and it's pretty much half of it's a national park, isn't it? Yeah. Look, it's quite a significant part uh, green and beautiful areas to camp. Remember where yes. we camped? Yep. That was amazing camp, which was, I think, about midway, wasn't it? There was also a place you could go it was Conto, to. Conto, I think. Conto Fields. That's it. Conto Fields. Conto's Fields. And there was also the um, caves mm -hmm. that you could drive down and look at as well. But that, that was a good campground there. We actually met up with a few backpackers that were touring around and didn't quite really understand Australia. Or <laughs> camping. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Two One. English girls in a in a camper van. Yep. And um, oh, we have to tell this story because it's quite funny. They were uh, having a, uh, a little bit of a fire and, at night and it was actually fire ban season. So we had to go over and tell them to... Total fire ban. Snuff it. On the day. And then they... They were new to all this touring and travelling and stuff. So when they picked up their van, they picked up an esky... To, to get to put their food in and things yep. like that. Anyway, they kept saying to us, our milk keeps going off. Why Why is that? And we sort of said, well, are you putting ice in the esky? And they went, oh, no. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's not a fridge, it's an esky. And in Australia, you've got to put ice in the esky yep. to keep things cold. So they went, oh, thank you so much for that. So then, of course, we invited them over for a barbecue and got chatting and they thought they could actually go up to from margaret river which is perth right up to darwin in what was that a week a very short period of time yeah which not, not arguably good. they could have yeah but, but that was good good yep. to also um see their perspective and also that we gave them a little bit of help and how the tourism places or where they pick up the van didn't really help them much did they well maybe they didn't read the manual oh that's right everything's got a manual Manuel. Read the Flamin' Manual? Yes. Now, another place which is very iconic, this is sort of on the road to Margaret River, is a place called Bustleton. And they've got yes. this amazing jetty there yep. with these little huts on the end in blue. Very, very pretty. Yeah. And you see a lot of those pictures also on postcards and in, in uh, books and things like that, the Bustleton jetty. 
which is quite picturesque as well. So many photo opportunities. It's one thing is when you go touring, you've got to have a really good camera and uh, make sure you, you take it with you and take snaps because when you want to flash back and think of how how it actually all was and remember where you were, mm. photos really do a great job of that, don't they? We always look back at our photos. Absolutely. Do you want to roll to a song? We might actually finish up there because we're going to hand over to the next lot of uh, people coming on, which is Dave and Cameron from, from Bricks and Mortar. And thanks so much for listening to us today and, and everyone enjoy the market down here at Mount Barker. Uh, the fog's starting to lift. It's getting a little bit warmer, but as I can see on Chris Carpenter's face, it looks like the food is really good. <laughs> <laughs> you mean some's getting in the mouth? <laughs> So we'll put some of those pictures up on our Facebook page, Adventure Before Dementia, 88.9. On Facebook, yep. yep. And uh, we'll end off with a bit of Xavier Rudd with uh, Follow the Sun. And we'll see you next week. Eight o'clock. Four. Eight to nine. Adventure Before Dementia.